Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 245 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, yep. Um, before we get too far, I uh, want to shout out uh, Pro Pistons for uh, naming us the most Detroit podcast of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, it's was funny. I was listening to his podcast today. and You know, he does this mix of, like, basketball and wrestling. And I, it just made me remember how I, once upon a time, I actually used to be like a real devout wrestling fan. But it was it was hey, just WWF for me. Like, when they, when they started combining all that shit, I was kind of growing out of it. And I didn't really fuck with it no more. But I was strictly WWF. Yeah, I, uh, I got a history with it, too. Like, I watched it. Um, I watched it heavy as a kid back when, like, you know, when Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and them was in there, I watched it heavy then. Then I got out of it, but then I got back into it probably early college, late high school. So during what they call the uh, the Attitude Era. So you're talking like Stone Cold and uh, Triple H and, and The Rock and all that kind of shit. Um, I got back into it then for probably a few years. Like I watched it. I watched it at that time I was real heavy into it like I would go I would go to the events when they were here um I went to Wrestlemania twice um yeah and I, I bought I bought all the clothes like the t-shirts that they would be wearing like when they came to the ring and stuff like they're all the stuff or whatever whatever kind of uh promotion they were doing like the individual wrestlers that I like I, I would always buy like their clothes off the website um, I watched all the pay-per-views. Uh, I had um, I had websites I would go to that talked about kind of like the behind-the-scenes stuff. So like uh, like you know they have storylines and all the shit, right? And and wrestlers go from being heels to faces and all this kind of stuff. And it's like I learned a lot about like the behind-the-scenes terminologies, like heels and faces and and breaking kayfabe and like all those kinds of things. To where like I could you know, it would be easy to kind of predict what was going to happen when mm-hmm. in certain events, because you got, you got accustomed to like who the organization was trying to push, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So like I was into it heavy for like a really long, for a few years. I even bought like, uh, I would buy VHS tapes off eBay that people would make that would have like certain wrestlers, like entire career or matches on it. So I, if like I was a big Chris Benoit fan, so I was like, I bought like VHS tapes with like all his matches, like dating like back to like the start of his career and shit like that. I had all his tapes. I had all of Stone Cold's tapes. I had all of Shawn Michaels' tapes. Like I, I man, I, I had everything. <laughs> and then I just kind of, I just kind of outgrew it. Like it, it just wasn't a thing that I thought was entertaining anymore. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, I haven't watched I, it in a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of my favorites was the, you know, just the WWF favorites. Uh, you know, uh, obviously Hulk Hogan, Roddy Roddy Piper, Macho Man, you know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, 
of course, because there was only a few black wrestlers at the time, uh, um, Coco Beware and George, uh, not George Hammersfield, he wasn't black, um, Junkyard Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Junkyard Dog. And then at some point, Virgil became a wrestler, being oh, the, but- yeah. the butler of the Million Dollar Man and shit. <laughs> like that motherfucker yeah, yeah. had a fucking slave, dog. <laughs> a fucking slave. <laughs> had a had fucking. A what was that? Uh, what was it? What was it Ted DiBiase? That was a, that, yeah. So, mm-hmm. fucking man. Hey man, he he had the money. He could afford it. <laughs> so was was Booker T WWF? He was both. Um, he was WCW um, mm. back in the day. He was WCW when during that time period where I wasn't really watching. And then when I got back into it after they bought WCW, he came over. So, yeah, he, he did both. And then, you know, he was coming for Hulk Hogan and shit, you know, shit like that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was in WCW, I think. That, yeah, no, that was WCW. But it's just funny. That yeah. fucking clip is hilarious. It would never grow old. That will never, no, that's never going to stop being funny. <laughs> And I uh, think I'll say, I'll and say it to the cows come home. <laughs> and <funny>. and <laughs> it's like his it like him saying it wasn't even as funny as his reaction. Like he knew he his reaction up, is, and yeah. everybody is just, you if know. He's, <laughs> if he's if he said it and that was the end of the clip, it might not even be funny at all. It's like it might be like, oh man, that's wild. <laughs> right. But like the way he reacted immediately as the words left his lips is what makes it funny. <laughs> it was like the immediate feel of regret, like his hand over his face and shit. <laughs> Coming for you, Michael. <laughs> man. Ah, we man. want to go, sucker. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. Oh shit. <laughs> And the fact that and I don't know what makes it funnier than knowing that, you know, it's been history of of knowing that Hulk Hogan was probably uh saying nigger all through his career and shit just makes it even funnier to me. <laughs> yeah, we used to call each other nigger backstage all the time. Yeah, yeah nigga this that was my nigga. You know, that was my nigga. You know, he's my brother, <laughs> but you know, he's my nigga too. <laughs> like, man, bro. That's happened to me so many times, like not in, not fully, but like there's been times where I've stopped myself, where I start to say it just out of habit, like or I get too comfortable, and I'm like, oh, this is probably a situation where I shouldn't say it. And it's like I stop myself, like, oh, like like just before it comes out, like Bruh, just that's, before it comes that's, out. That's, there was one time at work where it started to come out, like I got through the end, <laughs> and I was like. I'm just gonna stop, <laughs> bro. That is full ass Tony, dog. Tony done blew so many in yes, uh, over at uh, uh, Terry's house. I'm like, dog, what the fuck going on? <laughs> this keep be flowing. He just like, this is why you think it's okay to say it, Tony. Right, like <laughs> sitting up there like these niggas tripping. Like, whoa. <laughs> okay, all right, Tony. I get it. You know. I mean, you 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 a big fella who gonna fuck you up? You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> pull pull somebody to the side, like pull Terry to the side, like, hey, how you feel with uh, Tony be saying nigga all the time? Right. Like right. that make you uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> the room always look yeah. weird. I just be like, okay, all right, just laugh at it and keep going. <sighs> 
But yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to Pro Pistons. Make, me, make me uncomfortable. Hilarious. Right. I just be looking like, God damn, dog. Why you can't just go be so, you know, out there like that? Like, they cool and all, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That man, that that damn cool. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, but shout out to Pro Pistons for that. Um so we had a a crazy we so it's only Wednesday to uh, Thursday you guys listen and um ain't really been shit up other than you know uh the debate but you know I know <laughs> I know you've had a hell of a week so um we can start there and then we could just man. keep keep pushing. Yeah man, we can slide into the slide into that debate talk. But yeah man, I'm I'm gonna try to keep it brief man, but man, this week uh like you know this year been crazy. This month has been crazy for me, but this week has been like it, it's. I don't know, man. I, I I can't I can't sit here and act like because we're crossing into October that all of a sudden things are gonna be different. Like how people be like, New Year, New Me. Like, nah, you you gonna be the same motherfucker you was. But like, but man, I'm sitting here like, please let this week, <laughs> please let this past week uh, be confined to just this past seven days and not have shit else extend out. But it's not all bad though. But um, yeah. Let me see. I don't even know which thing to start on. Uh, like so. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this work shit, right? So, you know the whole the the solo episode that I put out a couple weeks ago where I talked about a number of things, but the, a, a portion of that I talked about what happened at work with the whole situation with uh, me deciding I wanted to leave because um, one of the people that I report to was. Uh, talking mad reckless when I said I wanted to take a mental health break. So uh, kind of like long story short, because our listeners probably aren't privy to all of this. I've spent probably about the last month, uh, maybe like, let's see, six weeks or so um, back in my former role. Uh, I was very clear that I did not want to do that. I just wanted to move teams. And it was kind of like, all right, let's slide you back into this old role while you look for something so we can kind of like, you know, swap out, you know, your position without having any kind of like weird, kind of like a situation where it's like, I'm looking, but I'm still in my old position. And then I get a new spot. And now it's like, oh, we're fucked. And we can't replace them fast enough. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go back to my old position. It's now been six weeks, right? (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, you know, none of these motherfuckers have said anything to me in the sense of like, checking in on me, like, Hey, how you doing? Like you holding up all right? Everything cool? All pe- people who I thought used to be cool, like people who I would have considered a f- not not a, not as far as saying a friend, but somebody like e- within the confines of work, I might call them a friend, and like not even checking on me. Like just it, it, I feel like they were like they put me in a windowless room, closed the door, locked it, and forgot about me. That's how I feel about it. And what pissed me off about that is like I said, I'm not I'm not like I'm not one of those people who go to work and just does the bare minimum. Like I'm fucking excellent at my job and like I've done so much for my team and for my, for the company that it's, it's so wild to me that I could just go, Hey, I want to go to a different team. And then it's like, Oh, we just go and lock one of our best people in a room and forget about them and shit. So I've been sitting here trying to like, I, I, I don't want to say trying to be cool with it. Cause I kind of am cool with it because the job I'm doing now is so carefree. It's like my old job. I'm just kind of like just chilling. Like, I don't have nothing going on during the day. I just do my job. I don't get interrupted by nobody. I can sit out here and listen to podcasts, uninterrupted, smoke cigars, all good, right? So um, I've been working with our recruiting team to find me a new role. 
And uh, they were like, yo, we got something for you that we think might fit. They sound like they're interested in talking to you, yada, yada, yada. Explain to me what the job is. It's on a team of our uh, executive vice president who is actually above the person who is who made me want to leave my team. He reports to Hart. And this role that they offered me, well, not the role that they offered me, but this role that they uh, told me to apply for uh, is on her team. So I'm like, shit, all right, that sounds good. They described the role to me. I'm like, this sounds, this sounds kind of straight. I could do this. They told me it would be a lateral move so I wouldn't take no pay cut. I'm like, shit, this sounds great. So I'm like, all right, yeah, go ahead and send them my resume or whatever. And then the recruiter got back to me. It was like, yeah, you know, they like you. They're excited to talk to you. So we go set this interview up. Cool. So I said, they set the interview up. I do the interview. The interview was uh, last Thursday. And I'm telling you, dog, I was actually nervous for this interview because I hadn't interviewed in so long. Like, from my perspective, I've been on the other side of the interview table a lot over the course of the past, like, year, year and a half, two years maybe, where I've been interviewing people. And I've probably interviewed dozens of people at this point, but I haven't been the interviewee in probably, like, I don't know, fuck, five, six years maybe? No, not even five, definitely six plus, six years, something like that. And it's for, like I said, it's for a role on the executive vice president team. Like, I was nervous, right? I do the interview, fucking crush the interview, dog. I'm telling you. Like, I, it, it was one of the interviews where if I was the person interviewing, as soon as the interview's over, I'm like, yo, I want this motherfucker on my team. Like, hire, like we hiring this person. That's how much I crushed this interview, right? So uh, Friday goes by, the weekend goes by. Uh, today's Wednesday, so... Uh, yeah, um, I think it was Monday Monday or yesterday, the recruiter reached out to me and was like, yeah, they want to offer you the job. You, you in. I'm like, bet. All right. I, I'll, she was like, I, I want to take it to a couple things, but if this doesn't work out, if this thing isn't the case, um, I can let you know. I'm like, nope, that's cool. If it's not the case, I, I'll, I'll still take the job. So we're, we're, <laughs> you can look it up and let me know, but I'm, I'm taking it regardless. So I'm like, bet. Got this new, got this new role. I'm supposed to start it on uh, the 12th. So same day, the motherfucker who is the reason that I want to leave, he, he IMs me the same day and is like, hey, how, how's it going? And I'm just like, I'm looking like, why the fuck are you messaging me? Goddamn. Yes, dog. Like you didn't have, you didn't have shit to say to me this last six weeks. While I've been sitting here in this damn closed off room with no windows locked, like y'all threw me in the fucking dungeon and forgot about me. Now you found out I got a job on your leader's team and now you want to reach out and see how I'm doing. I'm like, you fake ass bitch, dog. Man, white people so goddamn fake. Like, come on, man. This was like such a fucking uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to this a little bit later, but there's an added, there's a piece of this that I, I wanna add on to it. But like it was such a a Bush League attempt at pretending like you're a good person. Like, maybe like a, a stupid person might think like, oh man, that was nice of him to reach out. And I'm just sitting here like, this motherfucker is so fucking transparent. Like, it's no coincidence that on the same day I got offered a job on your leader's team that you decided, oh, it's time to reach out again. Like, all right, man, fuck you, dog. That's some whole shit. It is, dog. And then like, well, I, I, I'm going to come back to this in a moment. So that was one of the things from this week was getting this, uh, getting this new role. So hopefully um, I could change teams and go somewhere where, you know, I'm properly treated and appreciated and, uh, you know, I continue to do what I do and, uh, you know, make it happen. And 
being on the executive vice president team, I can hopefully make a name for myself and, you know, actually, you know, do big things. So I'm looking forward to that, but that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg of this last week. Um, So the other thing that I need to tie it back to is um, on Friday, I was going to pick up uh, the girls from downtown actually just one of them because the other was actually at home because she had a doctor's appointment. So I was going to pick up one of my daughters from downtown and I'm coming off, you know how um, when you take in the lodge downtown, when you come off at, you can come off uh, at Larnet right before the freeway runs out on the Jefferson. Yeah. There's that exit on the left for Larnet. So I hop off of that exit and I'm coming through, you know how it's, it's got the tunnel and then there's a light there. I was coming through and on God, I swear the light was green, but I was going through the intersection and I got T-boned like full speed by a car, like hit by a car. I was what the only the person fuck? in there. And like, I, I, I swear the light was green. There was a witness there who he says that I, I, I did not have the green light um, for a number of reasons that I won't get into just because I don't want to draw this story out. Um, I have reasons to believe that that's not true. Um, maybe the, maybe my insurance will pull the video and I'll find out, but um, I don't know, but it was a pretty bad accident. Um, I didn't say anything about it because I don't like, um, I don't know. I feel like if I was to just be like, yeah, I was in an accident, got fucked up pretty bad, but I'm alive. Hey, you know, it's like one of the things where it feels like you kind of like reaching out for sympathy, kind of like you saying that just so that people go, Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. You know, like I, I felt like there was really no information to convey that was important to any of my followers. It's like, okay. Like right. if I was in the hospital, then I'd probably say something, but it's like, okay, I walked away from it. So I'm not like, I, I don't see a point to kind of like, uh, kind of like, well, what's the, like passively asking for sympathy kind of. Mm. So I'm like, I ain't gonna say nothing about it. But man, <laughs> I've been going through it the past couple of days. Dog. Like um, I had, I have really bad bruising from it. Like on my shoulder, on my el- my left shoulder, my left elbow, my left hip and on my stomach, like all places where there was contact. So like my stomach and hip is from like the seatbelt locking up how, you know, how seatbelts lock up yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my body forcibly, you know, into the seatbelt. And then my uh, left side is fucked up from the airbags that come on the, like the, my truck has airbags on the, on the windows, like on the driver's side and uh, passenger side windows. So since I got T-boned, I got hit in the side, the, side airbags popped out and apparently when I, I've, I've never been in an accident so um i don't know what it's like to get hit by an airbag but it is incredibly fucking unpleasant <laughs> like everything and, i've I mean, heard not, about I mean, it yeah it's like not in the moment because in the moment everything is unpleasant so you're not sitting here like man that airbag fucked me up you just like that car fucked me up but like i man the the apparently airbags come out one obviously they come out with force but two, they also come out with like heat. And, uh, and I, I, I'm presuming that the heat is from the force that they come out with. So, you know, like, I don't know, what's it, force? There's some fucking equation for it. <laughs> but like, you know, with that kind of force coming out of there, you're gonna have some friction and, and heat. And uh, of course, like, you know, it's not gonna hit you like directly square on because when you get hit, you're gonna move. So it's kind of like you hit it, but it like grazes off of you. And I had a, a a short sleeve shirt on, and man, I have a a 
second degree burn across my on my left tricep. The I I've heard that third degree burns are the worst because of the damage that they do, but they don't hurt as bad because there's the, the burn is so severe that it the nerves don't function. So you don't feel it as much because you don't handle no nerves because you got burned so bad. The second degree burn, man, dog, this shit hurts so fucking bad, man. And they told me when I went to urgent care that night and they were like, yeah, that looks like a burn and that's going to hurt tomorrow. So we're going to prescribe you this cream to put on it. We're going to give you um, some uh, Motra 800 and some muscle relaxers. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. You know, I, I mean, I felt, I felt okay that night, just kind of like shaking up and a little sore. So the Saturday morning I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, it hurts, but you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, a little busted up, whatever. But man, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, and today, that shit, man, it's like, it looks like, like, like the skin just got ripped off and you're just seeing like flesh. And, uh, it, and it's like, I can't, I can't, you can't touch it. It hurts if you touch it. Um, it's, it's so burnt that like the, and the, so it's like, it, sometimes it blisters, sometimes it oozes. It's like fucking gross looking. Ugh. And then like, I got a, I got like, uh, I had to go to CVS and buy like these extra, large uh like uh adhesive pad not adhesive but like uh pads because i don't want adhesive because i don't want nothing to stick to it so i got these non-stick uh uh pads these big giant ones because it's a big burn and i put it over that and then i bought like a velcro thing to wrap it so that the patch stays on there and every like today i uh i took off what i had wrapped it in last night which was kind of like an experiment that didn't work out too well. So like I'm peeling it and like the shit that I had wrapped it in gauze, like ga like rolled gauze and the, uh, the non-adhesive, I had, my mom brought me two smaller non-adhesive pads and I put those on and wrapped it in gauze and taped the gauze. And I guess like during the night while I was sleeping, the, the adhesive pad shifted and now the gauze was stuck to the wound. So I'm like peeling the shit off my skin. I'm like, dog, I'm like this is the worst fucking shit. And it hurts like, it hurts over like the dumbest shit. So like, if I'm laying down and so I'm completely horizontal, when I get up, as the blood flows back into my arms, it hurts. Like it hurts, like just from that, it hurts. And then if you get like, you know how like if you get a chill and you get that tingle that kind of like rushes through your whole body, if you get a chill, that hurts. Like, I'm like, dog. I'm like, everything fucking hurts. And I replaced the bandages and shit. And I replaced them twice today. And when I did it the second time, still, even the non-stick bandages, I'm kind of like peeling it off. And it doesn't hurt because it's not sticking. It's just like, I don't know, it's still peeling off and shit. I'm like, dog. And uh, I'm like, at this point, it's Wednesday night. So it's been, what, uh, four days, five days, five days. So I Googled it and it's like, yeah, second degree burns take one to three weeks to heal. I'm like, one to three weeks? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. That sounds about right. I've heard about I mean, yeah. you know burns, and when they, whenever it gets to to so wait, first degree is the worst, right? No, that's the that's the least one. Oh, so third worst, degree, yeah. So yeah, yeah so when you get you to like first second, degree burn, just touching an iron. Or well, no matter like no matter what it is between. Either the three being worse or uh, one being worse, two is still fucked up because it's halfway to one of them. 
Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So um, the I've been, I've been dealing with that this week, and man, this motherfucker been a bitch, dog. Like, man, this shit hurt. I can't sleep because I can't. I can't even start to turn on that side because it's on the it's on the back of my arm on the tricep. So it's like it, on my back, it's touching the bed. On my left side, it's getting crushed by my body. So I can only sleep on my right side, and that's like not. <laughs> It's not ideal for me. I'm like, man, uh, everything I do fucking hurts. So to bring that back to the original story about uh, my, you know, my leader or whatever reaching out, when he reached out on Friday, I mean, I'm sorry, on Monday, uh, he just said, you know, just checking in, see how you're doing. My initial thought was, did somebody tell him about the accident or is he asking how I'm doing overall, like an overall sense? And then I reply the next day, like, I don't know if you, you know, if somebody told you about the accident or if you're just asking how I'm doing overall, but, and then I answer both questions. And he replied later, uh, uh, something like, no, I didn't know about the accident. Uh, I, I was checking in to, you know, just see, you know, if you need anything or something like that. So I'm like, so then that confirmed for me that he was on that bullshit because he didn't know about the accident. So 100% he was just re he was just reaching out on the day that he found out that I got that other job. Cause like I tried to tell, I'm not trying to tell myself, but I thought like maybe he's reaching out about the accident and he don't know about the job. So maybe this isn't some fake ass shit. Maybe he's just reaching out cause he heard about the accident. No, nah, he and just I'm a like, whole no, ass I didn't nigga. know about that. And I'm like, no, exactly. Nope. He just a whole ass. <laughs> so I was like, man, fuck this motherfucker dog. So yeah, I had to, um, uh, the car, my car had to be uh, towed to, uh, at first, the impound lot because the police tow truck came before AAA did. So, the, and I was crashed in front of the Foundation Hotel. So they were like, you can't, we can't let the car be, like, we got to get the car going as soon as possible. So whichever tow truck come first, that's the one that can take it. And their whole ass tow truck came first. So they sent my car to the damn impound and I had to pay $280 to get it out. I'm like, man, bruh. So then I had to take it to the uh, to the shop or whatever. And yeah, long story short, I got a rental right now and uh, just hoping they can fix my truck in a reasonable time period because I love that truck and I want it back. So uh, that's that's that piece. And I think that's a I think that's it for the week. Nigga, that's um, enough, nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean. I mean the 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 stress of an accident in general, like damn, I could have fucking died and shit, and then just have to deal with the, the 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 just all of that from the police shit to the insurance and yeah, I think yeah. anytime you get into an accident, you can think theoretically, I could have died, but in my situation specifically, uh, with a car going full speed and me going full speed and getting hit at full speed. If I had not been in that truck, because that truck is a monster, dog. Like, like hit, the car that hit me looked a million times worse than my truck. And uh, like I said, the side airbag. So this a, is this I a Ford F-150 car. endorsement? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog. Ford F-150, drive it so you don't die. Because, <laughs> man, if I had been in a regular car, dog, I most I don't I don't think I don't think most cars have side airbags. Maybe they do now. A lot of them are starting to have a lot think, more. But oh, okay. Because I'm like I don't even know if a lot of cars have side airbags. But man, if I've been in a regular car or something without no side airbags, dog. I, 
my head would have definitely, uh, at the very least, slammed into the window. I threw it. Like, man, that dog. That I, and I had to drive that 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 route uh, the two times that I've driven since the accident. And even then, going through, like, every time I, like, both times when I drove down there, I just kept seeing the shit again. And, like, the light, when I went down there today, um, the light was red. And I, as soon as I saw the light, it was red. So I'm like preparing to stop. But as soon as I saw it, it also turned green. So you know when that happens, you 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 like might be starting to break, and you're like, oh, it's green. You can just take your foot off the brakes and just keep going. And one that made me think, is that what happened on the accident? And that's how I got hit. And then two, I, when that happened, I still like I started to take my foot off the brake and just go through the intersection like normal. But then I stopped, like, because I was just like, okay, what if I just go through the intersection, I get hit again? Like, like, let me, like, let me, like, I didn't completely stop, but I, like, slowed down, like, to a rolling stop almost, and then went through the intersection, because I was, I, I don't know, man, I was paranoid, so, yeah. yeah. That's wild, man, I, <clears throat> I've, I've been in one accident to, the, to something to that degree, but I was actually the person to hit the car, and uh, I hit a, I hit a mail truck, and that bitch tipped over. Oh, Yeah. It was, it was, it ended up being, he was at primary fault because mail trucks are not supposed to do U-turns and he was trying to do <laughs> okay. a U-turn. I was coming down okay. Grand River and uh, it, it's, it's between like Lasser and Grand River, it's a post office over there. And I was coming from like Telegraph, coming down and I seen him on the left, on the right side coming out and I'm thinking he's about to do, you know, just try to get over into the far left lane. But that motherfucker, uh, Start going over like a fucking U-turn. And it was like either hit him or go into oncoming traffic. And I'm like, I'm not going to go head on. So I just hit the brakes and hope to God I would fucking stop. And sure as shit, nope. But he was okay. I was okay. So crazy part is I hit that thing. I hit that truck so hard it tipped and my airbag didn't even come out. So I'm like, is this fucking defective or what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that shit, it definitely should have fucking came out. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I get it. But good, you well. I mean, minus the second degree burns, but you know, uh, it's like man, it I wouldn't wish these burns on. <laughs> man, I wouldn't wish these burns on nobody but Trump, dog. <laughs> I, I think about. Remember, remember, I, I t- told you about that uh, that that uh, house that blew up that I rolled past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And ended up being some people I knew, and they had some wild burns. Like a couple of them had burns over, like. 40, 50 percent of their body, and a lot of it was up top. And so I remember when my homeboy, who who uh, who was who well, homeboy, I call him loosely, but childhood friend. I remember seeing him in the hospital, and he looked unrecognizable. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Since then, he's been healed damn near ninety eight percent, so he's good. You can kind of tell, but not really. But it looked like some mm-hmm. shit from a movie, dog. I was just like, "Damn!" So yeah, fire yeah, no I joke, bro. I can't even imagine what that shit would be like to have it like over forty percent of your body or something like that, dog. Like, don't even let me out the hospital until that shit healed, dog. Yeah. Like, I don't even want this. Shit. Like, I just have like a a, it's a sizable patch, but it's just a patch on my on on one of my arms. Like, I wouldn't want that shit on my whole arm, let alone half my body. Like, fuck, man, I can't yeah. even imagine, dog. This shit hurts so fucking bad. Yeah, it was two people that had. Well, it was a couple people that had burns. Him. Uh, a girl that was there who was actually a family friend that I, I actually went to kindergarten with, 
and she was burned pretty bad. So when I finally seen her out and about, she still, you know, kind of had – she hadn't healed as fast as him. And it was just hard to not stare and shit. I was just like, ooh, you know, but, yeah, crazy shit. Crazy shit. Yeah, 2020 is uh, really 2020, and, man, um, I told – shared with you, um, but I had mentioned that on the um, podcast uh, that my uh, – yeah, found that my father-in-law has a uh, prostate cancer. And so we're waiting now to see uh, how aggressive or not it is to proceed. And so just hoping all is well. I, um, hopefully the worst case is that he will have to have his prostate totally removed, which he's fine with. And um, better cases that he would be able to do kind of treatment and stuff like that. So and he's early 70s, so he's up there. And he's, he's already a, a cancer survivor. He had a uh, oh, cancer. Man. He had cancer of uh, the kidney, and had to have his kidney removed. So that's why he ended up getting screens and stuff for it. And so, but, and he already had a brother that passed from uh, cancer. So man, cancer is like the Trump of diseases too. Like man, man Trump, cancer is such a whole ass nigga, dog. Like man, you can't even get that shit and beat it and be like, ah, oh, I'm good. Like you can't even do that. Like you get that shit once. You want to worry. You at least gonna worry about it for the rest of your life. Like is that shit coming back. Uh, uh, and I'm certain like he's had that thought. Yeah, yeah. And I certainly said that thought. Like I said, especially when it's his brother that passed. You know, from dealing with cancer and stuff. So you know, it's just crazy, man. But you know, just hoping, hoping everything is uh, manageable. You know, they, uh, for what I, from what I understand, prostate cancer is one of the most manageable ones uh, of the cancers. So uh, that's, good. that's a partial plus and you know we'll see so hopefully find out soon you know uh how how that's gonna go and go from there so yeah i hope that man i man I, I don't understand how we have not found a cure for this shit like i really don't uh like there's got to be scientists who have been working on this shit for decades like how is this like the the unsolvable disease somehow and like, how does it come? Like, where does it come from? Like, how does it hit people? Like, cause like anybody can get it. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't. It can have. It can hit any part of your body. You. It. It doesn't. It's not something that happens to people who are. You know. Oh, it only happens to unhealthy people, or only happens to fat people, or only happens to black people, or only happens to people who eat certain food. Like, there's no. There's. It's like this. It's like a, the all-around disease. Like, it can be caused by anything. It can hit anybody, and it can hit anywhere. Like. Man, what kind of shit is this, dog? Right. It doesn't discriminate rich and poor. You know, Steve Jobs couldn't buy himself out of cancer. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just one of those. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And, you know, yeah, man. fucked. So we'll see. We'll see. But and then that, I, I did have another week thing, another thing this week, but I'll, uh, I, have, I can't share it now. I'll have to share it once. I can't, I can't debut the information on the podcast. It has oh. to debut everywhere else first. You already know about it. It, oh, has okay. to, but it has to debut everywhere else first before I can debut it on the podcast. So, so being that it's debuting, that, that's good news? Oh, yeah, it's good news. Yeah, it's oh, a good sweet. thing that okay. happened this week. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. So, All right, sweet. sweet. Uh, yeah, so hopefully um, once that news kind of like debuts overall, I can talk about it on the podcast, but I can't talk about it on the podcast and then have like, one of our one of our few listeners like put it on Facebook or something like that. Then I, 
then I'll be in trouble. So yeah, I, get <laughs> I, that. I, I, I that. totally understand that. I totally understand that. So. But I'm not having no other kid. That's not what it is. So if anybody's thinking, if anybody's thinking that, because that's what kind of what it sounds like, it's not that. I ain't having yeah. no other kids. No more kids. No, not least, now, anyway. Not now. So. Okay. <laughs> to <Yeah>. my knowledge. <laughs> to your knowledge <laughs> that you're aware of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, wife, I, I say that because my wife's on birth control, not because I'm out here fucking other women and there might be somebody else. <laughs> I'm like hey. clearing up everything, like, oh, to my knowledge, like, oh, who are you fucking? Like, no, right, that's right. no, no. Right. That's <laughs> Unless the, the super miraculous happens and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, you, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yesterday, uh, Tuesday was the, uh, the, the event of, of recent times, um, the presidential debate, uh, Trump and Biden, and, uh, it was, it was the shit show. I didn't think it would be, like I knew it would be bad, but I didn't really. I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. And can can we can we point out? I don't think anybody thought it was gonna be that like that. Like you know, you always get anytime you go, oh man, this is crazy. There's always people, especially when it comes to Trump or politics. There's always somebody who goes, oh, you're surprised. Like okay. <laughs> Being surprised, like you can you can expect something and still be surprised by its nature. Like, so am I surprised that the debate was crazy? No. Am I surprised that it was crazy to the degree that it was? Yes. Like, cause I what did I say when we very first talked about it? I was like, the, the I was like, the president presidential debate is gonna be wild. Like everybody's talking about how Kamala's gonna wash pants, but I'm telling you that the Biden and Trump is gonna be wild. Trump gonna go up, go up there. He gonna act the ass. He gonna roast this nigga. It's not gonna be nothing kind of even remotely professional or dignified. It's gonna be a shit show. I said that from the very first moment, and I was still surprised by how much of a shit show it was. <laughs> Man, and like I like I still and it, even when we talked about it before, like we, we had our hesitance of how Biden would do, and you know I think I joked about. Um, hoping uh, Kamala Harris gives him some tips and shit like that. So I don't think we ever had an expectation of him flourishing. You you surely didn't. And I was like, yeah, hopefully he do he, he does well. Man. I, I, so I was listening to uh, the 538 podcast and they were, I, I got through most of it and they were just talking about it. And one of the guys was saying, you know, he, he thought that, uh, the, the first 20, 30 minutes or so, Biden was just off, and he kind of kind of gathered himself as it went. Um, but he had a point that so the, during the during the, uh, the the debate, you know, Biden was was you know clearly shook, you know, and I don't know is he is he does he have like a diagnosed stuttering issue, or do you think that's just a, a nervous thing to happen during that time because they made it seem like he actually has like an actual stuttering issue. No, I, I, he has said that he overcame a stuttering issue like in the past. So like, I believe it is an actual diagnosed stuttering issue. Um, I don't know if I believe it, but <laughs> um, whatever case I, it, it was the there. Reason, yeah. And the only reason I don't know if I believe it is because I can't recall noticing it prior to this presidential run like i don't i don't he was vice president for eight years do you ever remember thinking this nigga might have a stuttering problem i don't <laughs> no nah, it was nothing that. That, that never that ever crossed my mind 
but it was weird. So the point, one of the points the guy was making on the on the podcast was that he felt that uh, Trump's team knew that, and they knew that they say uh, uh, one of the like the triggers for stut- for stuttering is for per- uh, a person to be like interrupted mm-hmm. while they're yeah, talking and stuff too. like that. And so one of the guys was saying how he felt that it, you know, obviously you don't know for sure, but he felt that that was like some sort of ploy to like interrupt him when he was talking to like trigger his stuttering and stuff. And I don't put that past him at fucking all. No like, way. Yeah, I think I think it absolutely. The, I could see that as a full tactic. <laughs> right. I could definitely see it as a full tactic. Um, and not I, I wouldn't put it past him, but like I, I would. I would think I, the only way I would doubt it, not it, it wouldn't be because it's something that I would say he wouldn't do that. It's something where I would say I don't know if he's smart enough to do that. <laughs> but I I do think he has at least the basic level of intelligence to have somebody else tell him, "Yo, oh, make sure oh, you're no, aggressive no. as fuck." Oh, that's definitely him. not. That's definitely not a, a a Trump thought. That was definitely on mm-hmm. the team. You know, mm-hmm. follow, follow someone on the team said that that was definitely not a Trump thought. Um, but yeah, I think so, that's probably true though. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, where do we start with? With first off, we we I've talked about this before on about other debates and stuff is how the people seem to purposely go over their time and they do interruptions. But this was like the epitome of interruptions. Like it was just. Uh, a all-out fucking sixth-grade argument. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, do they not have the ability to cut someone's mic off? Like, I because that I seems like the simplest been, solution to me. I don't think it's ever been done or considered. And I also it's never don't been think necessary ever before. Been, I, yeah, <laughs> and I also don't think it's ever been this bad. Like my my idea now now they're supposed to be reviewing because just like anything. If there is no consequence for what you're doing, there is no reason to stop doing it. He exactly. said that both teams, you know, both both teams had, uh, had agreed that they would follow the rules and stuff like that. Obviously, that didn't happen. More so on uh, on Trump's side. I mean, I think Biden was the frustration of his was, you know, random ads and shit like that. But it was nothing nearly as Trump. But yeah, there's no penalty. Like, like if 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 the penalty was, I don't know, just throwing shit out there. If the penalty was you can't retort for the next topic or something, then maybe, you know, someone will be like, well, I'm going to shut the fuck up because I want to get my point across. But it's but for that, they just talk when they want to. It was moments where one person had the – so Biden would have – oh, I'm sorry, Trump would have the, the two minutes to get what he say, and then it would be uh, Biden's turn to reply. And then after that, Trump would jump in and reply to his reply. Like, motherfucker, you, you spoke first. And Chris Wallace was the absolute wrong person for it. <laughs> no, he the absolute wrong person. The the like he and he tried like in the sense of like he kept saying like he tried in the sense that he time, showed like, he he tried in the sense that he showed up. Yeah, like yeah, like there was no actual effort that like something that would actually make him stop talking. Like I said, like cutting off the mic. Like they should give the moderator like a button under the desk to like cut off each person's mic if they get out of hand, so he could just do that. And for all I know, maybe he has something like that and just didn't use it. But like, I don't know what powers the moderators have, and if it's a situation where you could just stand your ground and then they'll they'll talk or or they'll stop or whatever, or if they have the ability to be like, all right, 
do something like like you said, like, okay, now you can't reply in the next question or if they can cut mics off, whatever. I don't know what abilities they have, but I feel like they got to have something and he, whatever it is, he ain't use it. So <laughs> he got, he got walked over, man. It was sad. It was sad. Yeah. Did you was, have a, was... uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. What were you saying? I was, I was good. I was going to kind of like move it forward. Like, did you have any kind of uh, specific moments you wanted to talk about? Like, oh, this is my favorite moment because it was funny or this is the, this is the wildest moment. This is the worst moment or like, like big uh, moments that I think you want to talk about. The, the wildest moment, and I'm paraphrasing, but the wildest moment is when Trump called his son a crackhead. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so wild to that dog. It's like it's on, on the on like like if you actually look into it, Joe Biden saying like, "Yeah, my son had a problem and he's overcoming, and I'm proud of him." It's like, oh, that's a nice moment. But like in the context of like like that sounds like some shit where <laughs> like if you got two niggas is like roasting each other and shit in the, on the playground, it's like that's why your that's why your son a crackhead. Then you go, he he's he had a drug problem and he's getting over it. Mm. <laughs> And the thing is, is though, the Trump, I mean, Biden didn't even bring that up. Biden didn't bring that son up. Biden was talking about the son that did that went to the army and shit. And right. then he was just like, well, what about your crackhead ass son then, nigga? And then it was just like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> he actually son. said the, the son that done cocaine or some shit like that. But it, essentially, we translate to your crackhead ass son. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, dog, what the fuck? Like, he didn't even bring him up. And you, like, bruh, that was crazy. Yeah, I saw a clip of uh, Trump Jr. actually calling him a crackhead. Like, it was a clip I saw on Twitter, and he was like, and, and then you got crackhead Hunter, blah, 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 like, talking about, I'm like, no, dog, like, this is how they get down, dog, like, this nigga called his son a crackhead <laughs> on national TV in a debate for president, like, the president of the United States, dog, like, nigga, that's why your son on cocaine, like, no, what the fuck? And it just, it just shows that there is, and based on the responses between yesterday and today, there is no amount, like we've, we've thought over this last three and a half, three, almost four years that at some, well, I thought at some point you have to have some Trump fans that be like, man, he's just wilding the fuck out, you know. But even after yes, last night, there's still, still fuckers. That's why I feel like we're really fucked. There are still fuckers that are totally justifying. And you know what? I, I get all of this info from Skip Martin's Facebook page. That is where the tr the, 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 the layer of, of, of Trump assholes land is in his comments. Like, there is no amount of shit that he can do, and they will still somehow support that guy every fucking time. Even after last yeah. night. Even at, even So, the first one was the, uh, the crackhead one for me. Uh, do you have one before I name something else? <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, but I, I just wanted to I wanted to mention too, like the the idea of this nigga calling his his uh, his son a crackhead or whatever. Like that's another situation of you chose the right one because I would be trash in a debate like that, dog. Like <laughs> like I'd be professional as fuck, and then as soon as Trump goes. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know, what about your crackhead son? I'm like, all right, look, uh, I'm gonna be like, who all see my white pussy on the internet? Anybody? Right. No? Right. All, all right. right. At that point, the gloves are off. I'm yeah, fist the gloves fighting at that, off that point. At that point. 
I'm like, my, my son, yeah, my son did cocaine. He all right now, but is your wife's pussy still on the internet? Yup. Is it ever going anywhere? Nope. Man, <laughs> that would have set the night off, bro. Oh, my God. Yes, it would. Yeah, so I, so that was, for me, that was the one, the one that was just crazy. And then him pretty much not denouncing just, just the white supremacist, the Proud Boys. He's just like, what do you say? Stand to the side and chill or... Uh, <laughs> stand by and stand, stand out. By and stand, same shit, man. Stand back. Stand, yeah, no, it was that. Yeah, no, that is what he said. Just, yeah. just, <laughs> just chill, dog. Just chill. Just, just take a minute. I'll, I'll holler at y'all soon. <laughs> the, yeah, that was that was definitely um, that was definitely I think probably the the biggest moment. Like that's the one that everybody's been talking about all day. Like that's definitely the biggest moment because like I, like the idea of. It's it's just a, like like even how he danced around the question, like he was like, okay, will you denounce white supremacists? Yeah, I'll do it. I, I'll denounce anybody. What you want me to call them? What they? What? Who you want? Who you want me to denounce right now? Who you want me to slander? I'll do it. Yeah, okay. Proud boy, stand back. Uh, and then change the subject. Like <laughs> he started talking about some other shit. Like, oh man, I I just I can't believe it, dog. I really can't. Like this nigga didn't even give a fuck, dog. And then like. And then to see the reactions from like those people, like I posted an article on Facebook a couple hours ago um, about how the Pride, Proud Boys have gotten hyped up about it. Like, man, like they, they, they made a logo. They said they got, they took the patches that the, the I mean, they made patches with their, their logo with those words on it, stand back and stand by. And like, they're like happy and like, you know, just having a good old time. Like, yeah, our president who we, who we acknowledge, he shouted us out. Like, yeah, let's get it. I'm like, man, dog, this nigga really just called like white supremacists to arms. Like, yo, get ready. And they man. and they and they fucking uh, maximized the whole thing of that. Like, totally maximized it. Yeah. So, my favorite part. So, well, to answer the first question, the part that I felt was the most like the the worst part was like the that part the pro, the, the shouting out the Proud Boys. Like, I can't. I, like everybody's saying like. The, the president refused to denounce white supremacy. I'm sitting here like the president shouted out white supremacists. That's even worse. Pretty much. <laughs> That's worse than not denouncing them. Like, he not only did he not denounce them, he was like, yo, my niggas, y'all got my back. Like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, man. But my favorite part was when, um, <laughs> this is why I was laughing so hard that I thought my head was going to explode. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they, they took a break or something in between questions and Chris Wallace tried to like like lay out the rules like okay this is how this shit gonna work. He's like you get two minutes to ask I will ask you a question you get two minutes to answer it the other person gets two minutes uninterrupted I'll ask you a question you answer it and he's like Mr. President I'm gonna ask you about race you can say whatever the fuck you like I don't give a fuck <laughs> it's like, you can, I was like dog this nigga really just told the president I'm gonna ask you a question. I know you're not gonna answer it. You get two minutes to say whatever the fuck you want because I can't control you. Do whatever the fuck you want. like. That nigga totally like he threw. That was the moment where he threw in the white, threw the white flag. He threw in the towel. Like I'm not even gonna try to yeah, control this nigga he, no more. He, he gave up. Like he should. If he was getting paid for that, he should have just forfeited his check. Like there was nothing he could have done to to stop Trump. That's why you just, you need a stronger person. You need a mic shut off. I my ideal situation is both of them in two fucking separate rooms, and boxes, and uh, the <laughs> ability so you can't you can't hear the other one 
you know, uh, fuck up or something behind, uh, you know, or whatever. And you just shut their shit off. Shut mm-hmm. their fucking shit off. Like, that is ridiculous, dog. Like, if I was, my wife came in here because she didn't know what I was watching because I, I was hard laughing, dog. Like, Yale laughing in here, dog. Like, I could not believe it. Yeah, I, I was not uh, fucking believe it. I couldn't either, man. And at the beginning, when it was like, it was all it was, like that first 30 minutes was just them both talking at the same time and arguing and interrupting, and you could barely hear anything. And I'm like, I'm looking at Biden, and Biden got the smile. Biden had the I'm a fuck you up smile. Like, and I turned, I turned to my wife and I was like, this is crazy for me to say this, but I really believe it. I was like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for them to actually fight. Like, I really don't. And she's like, no, come on. I'm like, no, seriously. Look at Joe Biden's face right now. He looks fed the fuck up, and he's doing the I'm smiling to stop from fucking you up smile. Like, I, everybody, every black person know that look. That look of like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like was, I'm telling you, there was a moment where I felt like if Trump said one more thing, Biden was going to lose it. And lose it, not just like, like he lost it in the sense of like he called him a clown. He was like, will you shut up, man, or something like that. Like, that was him losing it in a, as close to a presidential degree as you can. But I felt, there was a moment where I was like, if Trump says one more thing, he's going to lose it where he's going to be like, you know what, shut the fuck up. I'm like, yo, this is going And then Trump, I'm like, they can just walk to each other. And I'm like, man, this is going to be an old man fight. I didn't think it was going to happen. But it was the thing where I was like, the, the way it was going and the lack of um, professionalism, the lack of decorum, the, 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 the frustration that was clearly building. I was like, I don't think it's either a possibility for that man to lose it. And I, 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 at, the very, at the very least, I felt that Biden was going to walk away towards Trump. Like, he may not have hit him, but I, st- I felt that he was going to leave that podium. Yes, and th- and th- but that's why I felt like that would lead to it. Like, like I felt like he was likely going to leave the podium. And then at that point, all bets are off. Hmm. But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a moment, man. That was a moment. Um, by, and, by the time, well, I don't know when the vice president uh, one is, but uh, I believe at that point it's going to be. Is it? A, is it more presidential ones before the vice president one happens? Um, I don't know, I don't the, know the dates. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the dates. I think there's supposed to be two more presidential ones and a vice president one. I, and I don't know where the vice president one will fit into that. Well, by the next one, it's going to be a lot of changes. They really need to have somebody who's not like, I felt like uh, Chris Wallace was probably, he leans on the side of maybe Biden, perhaps. Because uh, he definitely, I mean, Trump was acting so wild that. Um, um, Chris Wise had, you know, uh, it, no choice but to uh, uh, to side with Biden. Like this is crazy. But you need somebody who's just an arbitrator, somebody that has no fucking side, somebody that's gonna go pull off stop and a fucking mic stop. That's what you need. You need to like, cut the fucking mic off. They should have, you know, they should have done. They got the wrong Chris Wallace. They should have dug up the other Christopher Wallace. <laughs> Let that nigga moderate. <laughs> I had a couple of people I thought. I, I seen a bunch of people putting Samuel Jackson, but I think Ice-T would be a great moderator. Like, <laughs> I just I just shut the fuck up, niggas. Damn. 
Yeah, you need to cut a mic. You need to cut a mic. Second presidential, second presidential debate, moderated by Ice T. Man, I would fucking love it, dog. I would. Man, if you don't shut your bitch ass up, I would absolutely love it. They get a, they they can't have Samuel Jackson. They have to, they have to have Jules Winfield. They can't be Samuel. Oh, Jackson. he got to come in straight Jerry Curl black suit, white shirt. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah, you got to hit him like uh. You remember when uh when they went to go get Brad Brad or Brad, I can never remember if his name is Brad or Brett. I think it's Brett. But um. Oh, and they went to go. Yeah. yeah, when they went to go, you know, when they he's eating the hamburgers and shit. And um, wait, no, no, I'm thinking of the wrong scene. It's uh, at the very end when uh, Jules decided he was going to walk the earth or whatever, and they're talking in the diner, and then uh, 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 it, it, it's, it's mixed in with the very beginning when Honey Bunny and um, what's his name? Uh, man, what was uh, you at the house? No, in, in, the, in the diner at the beginning. Uh, oh, uh, when, he, when they robbed the diner, Honey oh, Bunny and, and fuck, uh, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Yeah, uh, why can't think of his name? The girl was Honey Bunny, right? Yeah, the girl. Yeah, was honey the girl was Honey Bunny. Who, who was the guy's name? Why am I, now that's bothered me. Like, why can't I remember his fucking name? Uh, um, because then he even asked him his name when they uh when Jules is there at the end. <sighs> fuck, why does it bother me? I can't remember his name, dog. He is fuck. How can I think of his goddamn name? Um, um, god damn it. Uh, I'm trying to remember it without looking it up, but I'm about to give up and just look it up. Nah, I'm what looking it up because I can't fucking remember it. Uh, uh, no, it ain't fucking Lance. Why is oh, why is why isn't he showing in the first fucking line of pictures in this shit? This is so stupid. Why wouldn't he show up first? This is retarded. Oh, I'm looking through pictures and it's showing everybody but fucking him. Come the fuck on. He's a big name actor. Oh, he was like a nobody. Uh, oh, it was Tim Raw. But he was Yeah, I knew I, I know, know his actor name, yeah. But I didn't I didn't know his name was Pumpkin. Oh yeah, yeah. Cuz I knew oh, they no. both had pet names for each other. Mm, anyway, <laughs> Pumpkin <laughs> Yeah, if 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 Jules Winfield is moderating, he needs to hit him with the uh, when he when Jules was trying to have a conversation with Pumpkin, and then uh, Vincent comes out the bathroom and he's like, uh, uh, and Vin- and Jules is like, I- I'll give you all the money in my wallet or whatever, and uh, you know, in exchange for it, I'll take your life or whatever. And then Vincent's like, if you give this guy uh, however much money, was it four thousand, two thousand dollars, something like that. I'll shoot him on general principle. And then Jules goes, Vincent, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I want in seeing the debate. Is <laughs> Jules Winfield moderating Donald Trump going, Donald, shut the fuck up. Like, that's, that's what I need. <laughs> like, I need. I need Donald Trump to be scared. Like, there's no one that really scares him. So I just need him to be terrified of the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Somebody actually, someone uh, posted a picture of a, well, it's a lifeguard. I mean, not lifeguard. Fuck, bodyguard. Was it Steve from uh, the Jerry Springer show and shit? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve. Yeah, he got his own he had his own show. Yeah. Uh, Steve Weichos or whatever the fuck his name was. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Wilco, something, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. And this is what 
I started off the debate angry because I don't understand why nobody stands up to this guy. And I'm like, I mean, obviously he's the president. So there's a degree to which you can't stand up to him. You can't like, you can't be the moderator and be like, Hey, Mr. President, go shut the fuck up and let Joe Biden talk. Like you can't do that. But I mean, like, like, I don't understand why he's allowed to do, to do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants. And no one does anything about it. They just complain about it. Like, Oh, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he did that. Nobody says, Nobody does anything about it. And that's why I said, like, they need to have some sort of, like, well, like you said, some sort of accountability where it's like, okay, if you do this, then this is going to happen. Or we're going to cut your mic off or something. Like, put your foot down. Like, why are they, le- they, they let him run the debate? Like, and they let him. Like, no one did anything about it other than, Mr. President, please. Mr. President, please. Mr. President, can you stop? Oh, you're interrupting. Mr. President, can you? Like, do something. Like, cut his, like I said, cut his mic off. Like, I, that. That is the easiest fucking solution. Cut his mic off. But then if you cut his mic off, is he now going to, I don't know, use his presidency to, I don't know, get you fired or something? I don't fucking know. But he has to be the one place where he has no fucking say-so over. Just fucking talk when you're supposed to. Shut the fuck up when when you're supposed to. And just continue. That's it, man. It just seemed like it'd be so fucking easy for these motherfuckers to do that. I mean, in general, they all do that shit. Like, you know, they talk over their time. They, No matter what the time is, they try to get that last thought out and all that shit. But, man, that was the worst. That was the worst. I, and I, I haven't watched many. You know, I, I don't even think I watched the uh, the debates when Obama was running. Uh, and I just have never seen no shit like this. That Nothing just, like that's ever happened. Right. Man, I've seen a million debates and I've never seen anything that comes close to what, what, what happened last night. And that's why I tweeted, I was like, this might be one of, this might be our low point. Like our low point of his presidency. Obviously, obviously slavery is the country's low point. But like, you know, like as far as like all the shit that, that has happened over the course of his presidency, there's things that have happened that have been worse. But like the feeling of watching a presidential debate and this thing's airing all over the world and having such a spectacle like that, where it, 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 it defines this country in this moment to have a, have a debate like that. And can you imagine what it must be like to be someone who lives in like, a, I don't know, a civilized country and to be watching that on TV and like, this is how America gets down? This is like the, the president? Like this isn't the fucking local fucking mayor debate or some shit this is a president of the united states debating the former vice president of the united states and it's the most ridiculous shit show spectacle thing that has happened in politics there's never been anything like this like i, I it's embarrassing that's why i was like this must this feels like our low point like this is like I we mean, are in front of the whole world right now looking like complete and utter fools I mean, like, man. you said a mouthful, uh, and it was only the first part of your sentence and you were continuing, but you said, uh, uh, I wonder what it's like to live in a civilized country. You could have just stopped right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, man. Like, I can't, I can't even imagine, like, just, like, how, I, I kind of wish I could have been in the room, like, the, 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 where the event was at, to kind of see how the room was after it was over. Cause like, like even after it was over on, I was watching, uh, I was actually watching it on Peacock, the new uh, NBC streaming service. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, you know, it was run by NBC news. So I'm like, you know, I'll watch it on Peacock or whatever. And once it ended, 
it went to the news, you know, to the to the news, and then, you know they talked about it. And I watched it for not too long, but I, I watched it maybe like you know, about 10, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. And it, it it was crazy just to see them got like it's like the things ends and they're just kind of sitting there like, what the fuck was that? It's like it's almost like no one knew how to react. Like they couldn't believe what they'd seen. And then there's like there's a couple people talking about it, and they're just like, this, this is one of the craziest things I've, that's ever happened in politics. Like this is you know I, I don't really know what to say. And they cut the Chuck Todd. And Chuck Tao was sitting there looking like, <laughs> like somebody just took his favorite toy or something like that, dog. Like, like he's just looking like, <sighs> that's what he looked like. That sound. <sighs> like I, I, man, I just I can't believe it, dog. Like I've like, never seen. I mean, like I think like this might have been one of the few times in America where the world had pretty much did a collective sigh, like. <laughs> Everybody's just flabbergasted at what's just popped off. Yeah, just shaking their heads like, man, I, I don't, I can't believe that really just happened at a presidential debate. Like, this is supposed to be the most, like, uh, professional, dignified discussion debate that, that we can have in this country. Like, this is, this is it. Like, this is, a big de- this is a big deal. You know, this only happens every four years, man. Like, it's a big deal. And, like, the whole world's watching, and it was, it was, embarrassing dog like I, I just i don't understand I, I i don't understand how we allowed ourselves to get to this point i mean i do understand it but i mean i don't i don't understand in the sense that like man like how far has this country fallen and it's fallen from a, it was never really that high but like fuck like man we are like we are we gotta be like other countries gotta be laughing at us dog like what the fuck's going on over there like what a clown ass countries <laughs> so the United States is now were, were you uh were you surprised that uh that Biden denounced uh not denounced uh not denounced but yeah denounced uh defunding the police um kind of um I feel like I I feel like he was kind of on board with it and I also feel like he was on board with the Green New Deal but he he said he wasn't he didn't fuck with neither thing and that kind of surprised me because I'm pretty sure he had said that he was. So I'm like, okay, well, he out here lying too. We really ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> but yeah. um, I could be, I could be wrong. But de- defund the police is something that um, I am supportive supportive of. But it's not a thing where, like, if the Democratic president presidential nominee say that say that was a thing while we were still early on. And the Democrat and say Bernie Sanders was like, I'm not fucking with that. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck Bernie Sanders, man. Like, it's not it's not something that I'm that passionate about. But I'm a little I'm a little surprised that um, he's not on board with it, at least. I, but then again, that's one of those things. I was like, well, how do you define it? Like, what does that mean to you? See, so, like, I, 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 I don't know what I that thought, means to him. I thought this would have been a good opportunity to explain refunding and stuff like that. And to kind of segue into, you know, the police brutality and stuff like that, because they did bring up, you know, Breonna Taylor, so which they really actually get into um, because of Trump and his, his fuck shit. But I thought it would be a good, a good opportunity to kind of explain what he thought it was. You know, I think to, to, to potentially win over more, you know, liberal or just blacks in general, I think it would have been a good time to explain this. And, but shit, maybe he doesn't feel like that, so maybe that's why he didn't do it. You know, yeah. uh, but I... I I was I wasn't as surprised, but I was I was more I was surprised that he didn't go into detail about it. 
So yeah, because that that suggests that he really don't get he really don't fuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, so like, I, it's like in any in any definition, he don't fuck with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was that was that was probably my more surprise that you know he had an opportunity in front of the whole country to to kind of define what he felt. It, it was, but it, again, maybe he did, you know, maybe he's just totally against that shit. Um, I was, <laughs> I, it was surprising, but not that tr- uh, Trump brought up the crime bill. And it was, <laughs> I kind of wondered would they get, would he have an opportunity to retort, but I don't think he could say anything about it anyway. So mm-hmm. he it, it, it just got, you know, you, you got me, dog. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so no, and I, I would I would respect that if he said that. It's like if he looked like in retrospect that if he said like in retrospect that wasn't the best idea in the world, I I, I hey respect it, cool. Because like I, that's all. The, I, I kind of wish he would have said it. Yeah, that's why you want. I mean, yeah. you can't change. I mean, what does it? What crime bill was what ninety four? So that's, that's like right. plus twenty years ago, twenty plus years ago. So you know, twenty four years ago actually. So it's you can't do anything. I mean, have we? Have I made? mistakes and saying fuck shit 24 years ago absolutely you know so that it also would have and to your point and i didn't think about it it would have been an opportunity to say hey you know that wasn't the best idea you know so um yeah and i i think he i think biden had a a lot of missteps other than you know his you know uh the the stuttering and just hesitance and seemed like he was kind of off his wagon and stuff uh and I just hope it's a I hope it's a learning experience because he can't go he can't go into the next one like uh, with the energy he had this time you know he definitely has to uh, speak clear you know make better points and, and and so forth so but I don't I don't know if the 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 high road is the way to go against Trump though because Trump mm-hmm. is the lowest of fucking lows so. Uh, Hell, if you don't interrupt him, you're already at the high road. So, I I I I don't know how how he should you know pull off this next one. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I'll definitely be watching them all because I'm really curious how he's going to rebound. Um, oh yeah, after that one, I don't think anybody's not going to watch the second one. I mean, at this point, it's just for the entertainment. If someone's watching, yeah, it's it, like you know, you know watching a car accident. Like yeah, <laughs> let me see what. Let me look and see what happened over here. Let me see this car accident. Like that's so, that's, that's what everybody's gonna be watching it for. So you made a point in the notes that I I don't think I caught uh, the whole the race pronunciation. Oh oh that's that's a different thing. Oh okay never mind I was like I didn't yeah. catch that part okay never mind okay no that's something I'll I'll talk about that last. Uh, but there is one other thing I want to talk about on the debates. Uh, there was a moment and it was toward the end so maybe you didn't see it I don't, I don't know but um. After he had said, like, yeah, I'm, I'll ask you a question. You can say whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, he asked a question. He was like, um, you know, a lot of people are concerned about whether or not mail-in ballots are going to be, uh, you know, uh, whether or not it's okay to do the mail-in ballots because, you know, you've been talking about all this fraud and shit like that. And he was like, President Trump, what are you going to do to reassure the people that mail-in ballots are safe? For like 15 minutes, this artist nigga talked about was how fraudulent mail-in ballots are. <laughs> like he did the complete opposite of the question that he was asked. Like, how are you? It, it like 10 minutes went by, and I, I turned to my wife and I was like, "Remember, the question was, how are you going to reassure the country that this is okay?" <laughs> and, and then another five to 10 minutes go by, and this nigga's still talking about 
all this, how all these mail-in ballots are horrible. And then he tells this dumbass story about like he, he was walking down the street and he saw a, a, a ballot that said Trump in the waste paper basket. <laughs> like, okay, one, what kind of ballot says Trump? Like, like it's a Trump ballot? Like, okay, two, nobody's even, barely anybody's even gotten their ballots yet. <laughs> like, I just got mine today, actually. And then three, who the fuck says waste paper basket? Why is this nigga using terms from like the 1920s? Like a waste paper basket. <laughs> like yeah. here, if you think of like the little, little, little trash cans that look like uh, like the like they're graded, mm, like G R A T, like not graded. Yeah, like, yeah, graded. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, graded All like, like the those perforated holes small, and shit. Yeah, like you would see in like the Office Space movie, mm. like like if somebody would ball up a piece of paper and they shoot they it into the waste shoot, paper basket. Like they shoot hoops and shit. <laughs> Yeah, to that little tiny grated trash can. Like that's what they go. I'm like, who the fuck says waste paper basket? <laughs> I'm like, dog, this old ass, dumb ass motherfucker. <laughs> like that shit didn't even that sh- that whole story, everything he said in that moment, none of that shit sounded true. It sounded like he was just on a roll and and he was just word vomiting, just saying all kinds of shit. He's like, you, you're walking around and there's ballots in the river, and <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dog? <laughs> Uh, that was like the epitome of going on, going on a tangent. Like I don't know what the fuck he was on with that one. Like I ain't never seen nobody. I ain't never seen no, no fucking absentee ballots at the river, dog. Where are you at to see multiple people's ballots just in, in trash? In the, like in the water, dog. How does he just make up the most craziest shit? It's just beyond me. He just and and I, again, it's everything Trump does is so fucked up and I just can't understand how he's not constantly losing fucking voters, dude. This is amazing to me, dog. It really is. It truly is, dog. I'm just like, dog, this is embarrassing. But he does, like, this is what they want. Like, the, pe- the people who like him, this is all the shit that they want to hear. Like, it's people like us who, like, have, you know, like, a brain that are like, what the fuck's wrong with this dude? But the people who like him, they don't care about none of this shit. This is their shit. But, man. <laughs> I was like, this nigga said waste paper basket. <laughs> I was rolling down like, what is this? this nigga talk about, what's he, what's he gonna mention next? The money in his billfold? Like, he's talking about a waste paper basket. <laughs> like, man, dog, this nigga even using old, old ass terms and shit. Yeah. Man, I can't wait till we get rid of this motherfucker. And it, like I said, it was it was the shit show of shit shows, man. I am starting to get worried about the idea of him not leaving. And like, the funny thing about it is Bill Maher said that shit like two years ago. And I was like, man, in my head, I'm, not in my head, I said it out loud, but I was talking to myself, <laughs> talking to the TV. I'm like, man, Bill, man, come on, dog. Like now you be, this is exactly what I said. And I think my wife actually was watching with me the first time that Bill started talking about him not leaving. And I said something like, okay, now, Bill, now you're doing this. Uh, now you're just putting fear into people. Like, come on. What do you mean he's not going to leave? He gets voted out. He don't have a choice. He can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. And the whole country's going to be like, all right, I guess he's staying. Like, no, man, he's going to get his ass up out of there. But the I'm not leaving thing, he is clearly planting the seeds to not – he's not trying to not leave, like, I'm not going to go. But he's trying to make the results of the election be called into question. And that's where he's gonna. That's where he's gonna uh, try to not leave, like by making it sound like that if he loses, the that the mail-in ballots uh, were fraudulent, um, 
you know, all this kind of shit. He's going to talk about fraud and elect all this kind of shit to justify why he lost, not justify why he lost, to say that he didn't lose, that all of, I guess, all of his votes were in the river in the waste paper basket. <laughs> and, else. And, and the thing about that that don't make sense is you don't like the mail-in ballot so much, but your people gonna walk their ass up to the uh, up to the polls with no mask on. They don't give a fuck. It's the Democrats that's doing the mail-in ballots because they the ones that's like, yo, it's not really safe out here because of COVID, so I'm gonna mail my shit in. It's the Democrats doing that. So why are you shitting on the mail-in ballots? Your people ain't doing it. So you can't be like, oh, I lost because they're mail-in ballots. Your people ain't mailing in ballots. And he's lost on a system, and he would potentially lose on a system that he actually supports. Like, he does mail-in, which is the weirdest shit. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that's under, it's nothing, anything you think you understand, you really don't when it comes to that motherfucker. I, it's, it's, like, I feel like Trump is going to be the most, if he uh, loses, he's going to be the most active lame duck president in our history, trying to oh, force, yeah, absolutely. force, force the, 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 the subject of, of him potentially not winning because of fucked up voting and all that shit. Oh, that nigga's gonna be busy in November and December. Dog. That nigga's gonna be hella busy trying to trying to pull off as much fuckery as he can in them last three months. Dog, yeah, that nigga's gonna be wildin'. Uh, man, just, just throw the whole election in a waste paper basket. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be a mess, dog. It's gonna be crazy, and I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to it. It's gonna be a shit show. Like all of November is gonna be ridiculous, dog. Yeah, I'm just can't, I I can't wait. I I had to. I don't know if I sent in my application for the mail in ones. I don't know if I'm too late for that shit. Uh, but I I, I, don't I think did so. I did the primary in person, and the fact that Negroes don't be coming out to vote, I I didn't have a problem. Um, there wasn't too many people at all, so I didn't feel uh felt like you know I was in danger of anything. Hell, I don't know. I, I tell you one thing that COVID has taught me that I. We've we've become way too comfortable with like people we know and shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so, I'm currently in a COVID scare. I mean, I took a test, but I'll, I'll explain. So Friday was at my uncle's uh, for his birthday. We outside in this yard, and my uh, one of my aunts came by, and she hung out and stuff. So Saturday night, she text messaged all of us who was there. Like I just. Went to test for COVID. I test positive. Just um and uh, but her husband tests Michael uh, Ray. He tests negative, but they had to treat it as positive since they're the same house. So right. he, they tells us that Saturday. I'm like, fuck. Now I didn't closely interact with her there, but I was there. So I took a test uh, Sunday. Took okay. a I took a rapid test and basically told me they had already a swab us and everything, me and the wife. She wasn't there, but I mean, I live with her. So, uh, mm-hmm. they swabbed us and then they came back. Like, uh, th- this is too soon for it to even register in you. So we're going to do the test anyway, but you might want to wait and see if you get symptoms this week and so forth. But because, of, and then the test came up, came back negative. So everybody who has, was over there, only once to everybody, a lot of people I know who was over there was already taking tests. And so my sister took her test Tuesday, which would have gave it time to actually be in her system to test. So I'm waiting to find out if she has it or not, because if she has it, chances are I would end up going to test again to see, because 
at that point, if she had it, I was there. And I was at my sister's house yesterday for my nephew's birthday. So if we all mm-hmm. had it, chances are, you know, we would, you know, right. fucking have it and shit. So, um, yeah, man. So I just been kind of like weirded out all week because I just don't know what the fuck's going on. Like if my sister doesn't have it, I feel confident that I don't. Or my sister or her boyfriend and stuff, but or anybody else they, that 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 tests or whatever. So that's just wild. But what it, what made me realize is that you know definitely uh, way too comfortable when it comes to like you know we at work you wearing masks, we in public we wearing masks. You get around people, friends and family, and we're not doing that shit. And we don't you know when you're around small small groups of people, you know people that you you see all the time or whatever. You kind of have a you know you're, you're trusting that they're doing everything they can to be out of harm's way and yeah. and shit like that happens. She ended up going to test because one of her coworkers tested positive. Damn. And so that's why she ended up testing. She she still had I don't I haven't talked to her since uh, Saturday, but she still hadn't had any symptoms. Hmm. So, but it's weird ever since COVID though. It's like you feel any weird shit you automatically think COVID. Mhm. You know, so I'm sitting in the office. I'm sitting here, and I got on. I got on a hoodie because uh, my arms are cold. Because I don't got the, the heat on. I and I got my my fan in the window. I'm like, man, my legs are cold. It's just it's just the first signs of chills. And I'm like, nah, I got on. <laughs> I got on shorts. So <laughs> it could just be I got on fucking shorts in here. You know. So yeah. After the uh, after the car accident, when I was going to the urgent care, I couldn't stop coughing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, don't tell me I got COVID on top of it. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, coughing and shit. And I'm like, I can't stop. I, was, I couldn't stop coughing. And I'm like, it feels like, I because my mom gave me a ride up to the urgent care, because obviously my car, wasn't, <laughs> my car wasn't around. So my mom gave me a ride up to the urgent care. And I'm like, man, I can't stop coughing. I'm like, I was like, it's almost kind of like, like smoke inhalation. And she was like, oh, I, she's like, when airbags pop, there's a lot of like, uh, there's some sort of like chemical chemical like a dusty chemical that can get into the air she's like that's probably why you coughing i'm like <laughs> i was like man well i'm here i might as well get a covid test <laughs> can't stop coughing but ironically when i was in the urgent care i didn't cough at all and then once i got out i started coughing again i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and it went away so it must have been what she said about the whatever chemical or dust is in the airbag but yeah don't yeah don't cough and i'm definitely not about to cough in a goddamn doctor's office <laughs> like man don't cough nigga. <laughs> so the last thing i want to talk about before we wrap up oh i'm sorry did you have anything about the debate anything oh no I'm, debate? I'm good i'm good with debate i'm good with debate all right so uh the last thing i want to talk about was um i had a uh i started this book called white fragility and uh shout out to choffy for putting me on it um he was <laughs> he hit me up like yeah i've been uh I've listened to this audio book uh, called White Fragility. It might be something you'll fuck with. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give it a listen. And, uh, you know, I read up about it or whatever. And I'm listening to this book. And for the record, I'm, I'm, I'm probably about a two-thirds, two-thirds of the way through it. And this, it's a white woman who wrote this book. And, man, I ain't never heard no white woman read white people like this woman does every, <laughs> every sentence, dog. <laughs> Like, that's why I'm like, I love this book because it's like, I'm not the intended audience, but just listening to it, I'm like, man, I feel like every white person on earth need to read this book, dog. Because I'm like, man, she breaks it down. 
like she like all the stuff that we have said on this podcast about white people's behavior she talks about but she just articulates it so well it's so well like i don't know it, it's 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 written in a way where like i feel like white people would almost have to listen to it like well, when i say listen to it i mean like take it like take it into consideration because she like presents it so well with like all these examples and shit i'm like man she's really like she's really putting it down like she's killing white people right now about about their behavior and she tells these stories about how well she, there was a section of it where she was telling stories about how white people behave when there's no black people around and she said that she was talking to uh, um some woman and this woman was telling her a story about something she had experienced and she said that um she was at like a fraternity house like a white fraternity and one of the one of the students or whatever came in and kept saying rachi 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 and she's like what the fuck what does rachi mean and he said that it was a another term for nigger that white people use and she's like what he's like yeah like niggerachi like liberachi wow. like the the pianist or whatever yeah 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 so they they said they call black people niggerachi and so he says Rachi for short. And so I've heard nigga Rachi, but I never knew any origins of I just thought it was just some random slang where somebody thought to make and shit, but yeah. That's yeah, so yeah, so apparently uh that's another uh I guess another sly way that white people use to call us niggas. But I just thought that was an Rachi. interesting thing to share. <laughs> Rachi, Jesus. Yeah, what what hey send me uh the information for that book. I actually I saw it on your I just looked at your Facebook page. I saw you post about it. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, I, it's it's it's, a, it's good, man. It's, it's entertaining as fuck. The chapter that I just uh uh yeah, I just finished finished this chapter. Chapter 6 is called uh uh anti-blackness. That was a good ass chapter, dog. <laughs> like man, that shit was like that that shit is like for me how it must feel for religious people when they in church and they hear the word and they just like, yes, yes. And be like, get the Holy Ghost and dancing around and shit. Like, that's how I felt listening to the anti-blackness chapter, dog. Like, man, that shit was, she was saying some shit in there. She even said, she said, um, she even said the same thing that I've been saying for, I don't even know how long, the idea that, that, that white people are upset that they allowed a black man to become president. And she, but the way she worded it, it just made me go, mm, mm. That's, that's exactly the sound I made. Mm. Cause she said something like, um, no, you know what? I'm not even gonna try to, I'm gonna look, I'll look it up and maybe I'll post on Facebook what it was. Cause I don't want to fuck up this quote cause it was so perfect. It was the perfect way to, to, to describe it. So I'll, I'm gonna just find it and then I'll, I'll put it on my Facebook or something or I'll put it on the, on the what up though Twitter page if somebody listening wants to see what this quote was. But man, that quote me go. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, good good book. Highly recommend. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And I'm definitely and and I've been wanting to get some more, more audiobooks because it's easier to do that shit. You know, for me sometimes I could just listen and do other shit. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna gonna check it out. Yeah, with the nature of the way my job is right now, I with me not getting interrupted very often it allows me to, you know, play podcasts and shit like that while I'm working. And I spent the first couple of weeks just like getting caught up on podcasts. And now I'm at the point where like, I'm, I'm fully caught up on all the podcasts that I need to be caught up on. So when a new episode of a podcast drops, I listen to it that morning. So I don't have, or when it drops. So like my podcast feed is constantly basically at zero. 
So every now I'm to the point where every morning I know I'm going to get my one NPR podcast. Usually there's another NPR podcast that drops at nighttime that I listen to in the morning. And then usually there's maybe like one or two other ones that are lengthier that I listen to. But at this point, like tomorrow, I'll probably be through with whatever new podcast I need to listen to probably, I don't know, three hours into the day, maybe of a 10 hour day. So I'm like, now's a really good time for me to uh, get this audible subscription and actually like start listening to some books. And cause I've been this, I've been really lamenting the fact that I don't get to read as much and I don't, I can't literally read because I need complete uninterruption, which I can't get in a house with three kids, like time to just sit there and read in quiet so I can retain it. And so because of that, if I try to read and actually read a book, I find myself speeding through it because I'm thinking about how little time I have to actually read. But this allows me to, to actually just have it planned. And like I said, if I, if I end up with seven hours a day in book listening time, I'm going to be knocking out several books a month. So I'm like, I like this. So yeah, I got, I got an audible subscription and I've put you know a decent amount of books in my library. I hadn't racked up a lot of credits because I hadn't been getting anything. So you get like two credits a month for books. So um, I used one of them on that White Fragility book and I used the one on something else that I don't remember right now. But whatever it is, I'll start it probably tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, then I think October 9th or something, I get two more credits. But then I got like, I don't know, probably like six other books that I've got with credits that I already had built up. So um, I'll be getting credits before, I, before I'm out of books to read. So um, yeah, I'm good to go. Well, that's exactly. How much is an uh, Audible subscription? Mm, I think it's like ten or fifteen dollars a month. One of the two, something like that. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but whatever it is, I never felt like it was worth it until now. Right. So now I'm like, okay, now now's the time because like I, I'm caught up on my podcast, and if I'm through, I'm through with my podcast in two or three hours, and I'm working a ten hour day. I need to fill that in somewhere else and I can't fill it in with music because I don't listen to uh, basically any kind of current music. And then all the older stuff that I listen to, I obviously I listen to that shit all the time. So I can't listen to, you know, the same goddamn playlist or the same fucking albums uh, <laughs> seven hours a day, every day. So uh, this will work. So that's the plan. All right. Well, I'm going to look into that. Damn, definitely look into that. We need to somehow get an ad for fucking Audible so we can actually get some points from that shit. And me mentioning this shit for free for these fucks. Yeah, we got a uh, we have a thing to to sign up for Audible ads. I just need to do it. <laughs> oh, the sweet then. Yeah. So we we sign up, and I'll be the first person to sign up from it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you got? Like use code what up though. Right, for real. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. And, and I will be the, and then you use code what up. <laughs> and I will be the first to use it. I will definitely be the first to use it. So yeah, figure that out so we can uh, get that going. Shit. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll do. All right. Well, as but always. I don't have anything else. Oh, okay, cool. Well, as always, you can e- uh email us uh what up the podcast at gmail or find our Twitter page at what up the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or any other place you uh subscribe or listen to the podcast and uh we'll see y'all next week yep peace peace